following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. It's time for a class battle on this episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... It's Samurai Derail Maddox, actually sober. No. It's true. Oh. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, and... Editorial writer, Vlord GTZ. I uh, kind of forgot our order of introductions because I have like one hour of sleep. You are a friggin' disgrace. I don't care about your one hour sleep, you disgrace. Sounds like a college student to me. <laughs> and. And editorial writer Yumiko. I'm just old and tired, so that's my excuse. Bless her heart. There. <laughs> so, uh, try not to read too much into that intro, but uh, the majority of this conversation will be about this season of My Hero Academia, the majority of which is uh, the Class 1A versus Class 1B battle, in which we are introduced to a lot of characters, and we see a bunch of other characters that we've seen before in you know a greater capacity. But that's not all that's happened in My Hero Academia this season. Oh, no! There's also not one, but two awkward family dinners. <laughs> But the season kicks off in the way that the uh, My Hero Academia anime tends to kick off a season with sort of a lighthearted reintroduce all the characters filler episode. But it's at least partially filler. I don't know. I actually don't know because I don't keep up with the manga. So, V-Lord, how much of is it filler? The first episode, I believe, almost entirely it was filler i'd have to go back and check but like most of the first episodes are usually just like 90 percent filler yeah yeah and i agree with v lord yeah i agree because i'm i'm also i have dived into the manga and yeah i can you know co-sign with that (laughs) okay yeah about the only part that isn't filler is just a recap of uh Endeavor fighting the Nomu. So there's that. Oh, yeah. And Hawks meets up with Dobby in an isolated warehouse at the very end of the episode. But the majority of the episode is Class 1A giving a training mission to fight hypothetical villains who turn out to be Neji Rei, Tamaki, and uh, Mirio was a civilian in distress. But also, he he puts himself in so much peril that I think he is a villain. <laughs> yeah, probably. Also, yeah, I double check. They literally adapted five pages. Damn. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, great! I got the babies. What what is this uh, One Piece? That's like a bad. We're not gonna talk about swimsuits. One chapter an episode, baby. That's how Toei does it. Toei's a bunch of dicks. Pain, painful. The tried painful. and true method. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So it's it's cute watching the 
the class 1A students fighting against the big three. And, of course, Tamaki doesn't even want to be there, so he, like, walks away at point. <laughs> I mean, can you blame him? <laughs> oh, yeah, he I, wasn't into him. it at all. <laughs> I don't blame him either. But he, he still uh, scolded Midoriya for holding back his punch. He's like, hey, if I was a real villain, you'd be in trouble. Don't do that. Not very smart, Midoriya. Should have thought that one through. Mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, I ain't gonna hold back, man. I'm just gonna like literally light your ass up. Holding back is something that I really don't do a lot of at times. Unless, mm-hmm. I, just know, unless I just know you're downright weak. And then again, I might not do it then. Yeah. But like I said, the episode's pretty much there to reintroduce the characters. Just in case you forgot their hero names and their quirks, they make sure to point that out with every character. Of course, they do that in pretty much every episode of this show, so that's not... But you know what I mean. It's like, they made a big deal out of it. They had present Mike narrating. <laughs> that's, it's a big deal. Yeah. You know it's serious when you start narrating. <laughs> <laughs> So in the second episode, Vestiges, uh, Dabby attacks Endeavor and Hawks only to retreat once Miriko arrives. So uh, that leads to Dabby and Hawks having an argument over how they are proceeding with things. And Dabby tells him that Hawks doesn't get to see Shigaraki yet because he doesn't trust him yet. But uh, Hawks has been... Put it in this position where he has to spy on both the heroes and the villains uh, because the the hero organization wants him to spy on the villains and the villains want him to spy on the heroes and give him intel. And uh, where his allegiances actually lie, who knows? We don't know yet, that's for sure. Yeah, double agent hawks. Mm-hmm. Double agent, triple agent, hard to say. Yeah. He's he's definitely spying on everybody. Which yeah, he's going to be a quadruple agent. Very, yeah, he, very effectively with his, yeah. his feathers. Apparently he can, like, stick his feathers somewhere and catch the vibrations and understand what people are saying. He's like, well, that's, that's well, really good for spying. Well, wow. he's definitely an imposter. So sus. Yeah, Hawks is uh, Hawks is very sus. Red has been ejected. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's really more yellow than red, though his wings aren't red. I, yeah. I, I would I would associate yellow with Hawks. I'm gonna say red still, sir. I mean, you could That's say the wings are red, red flag. Oh, they are red flag, aren't they? A very, very red flag. I feel like there's a text on my character because I'm not a red flag. More like mm. a black flag. Yeah. <laughs> now we get the first of the awkward dinners at the Todoroki household where Fuyumi, bless her heart, is trying her best to bring the family back together, but it's not going to be that easy for everybody to forgive their father. Certainly not Natsu, who gives them quite quite a word and yeah good on him but uh <laughs> the absolute 
best moment of that episode is when Todoroki looks up at his father and says, <laughs> that scar's pretty bad. Yeah. Looks like it hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite, ta- um, excuse me, my favorite part too, because I'm just like, Shelto is he's just so petty and I live for this petty. Cause I he's mean, like, mm, not a shame, that scar, huh? <laughs> oh man. Just Looks like it hurts. I love it. Yep. <laughs> Just called them petty pentagrams. Uh, yeah. Understandable. But yep. to be fair, Shoto even admits that he thinks Endeavor the hero is doing a good job, but whether or not he's a good father, he's he's not sure of yet. Oh hell no, he's trash, man. I mean mm. trash. Hella trash. Uh, definitely. He's eating I mean, my, for the I'm bad gonna tell you how is. trash goddamn Endeavor is. Endeavor makes my dad look like father of the year, dude. Oh wow. Oh god. Yeah. Uh, I don't have context, but I don't think I need it. <laughs> uh, but 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 since uh since Darrell and Yumiko were on the Attack on Titan discussion, you see worse than Grisha Jaeger. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's at least as bad. <laughs> they're neck and neck. They're neck and neck yeah. on that, man. They're neck and neck on the trashness. I mean, yeah. like, seriously, like, it's like, it can go either way, man. I mean, like, you gotta literally flip a coin, and the thing is, I just want both of them to lose. Yeah, and that's when <laughs> you're just looking at who took the bigger poop, and, like, at the end of the day, they're still both poop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you can't shine those turds. No matter no matter how much the author is trying to shine this turd, you uh, no, dude. No, seriously, you could actually use cow chips in the pastor, and it would actually be better than those turds. <laughs> but what's God. going on with Midoriya? Weird stuff. Apparently, he has a weird dream where he. Sees a visions of all of the previous vestiges of his quirk, including the originator of it. And he he's able to see this uh, scene where the, the quirk is more or less given to because, you know, it came from the bad guy and the bad guy has this feeble brother who can't handle a, a powerful quirk. But he's like, I finally found a quirk that you can handle and he gives it to him and you see all this and then he says something rather peculiar that they're past the point of uh convergence was it i think oh okay so basically um deku's doing his avatar um state now where he's having um with the harmonic convergence going on yeah pretty much <laughs> I exactly. Mean, I mean, because that's the way I look. I was like, okay, so now he's a fucking avatar. And because of that, he uh, he threw a brick through his window. Well, that's uh, is um, uh, it was smashing. Midoriya, <laughs> 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 do you need more cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mm. never stops twinkling. I can't believe it's his own name. It's so ridiculous. 
<laughs> I did. I didn't even say the whole thing. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't say the whole thing. Why can't you sketch? <laughs> can't stop twinkling. The twinkling never stop. I <laughs> long, long. Uh, yeah. But that that's weird. So he consults All Might about it, and All Might's like, I don't know. That's never happened to me, but I think my master had something like that happen to her. Oh, okay, that's helpful. Oh, by the way, now uh, Bakugo gets involved whenever they have their little powwows, which is, yeah, it certainly adds something to the dynamic. Because, you know, when it's just uh, Midoriya and All Might, they just, they just geeking out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All the time. All the time. So they got this battle between Class 1A and Class 1B. And Midoriya's not really sure what's going on with his powers. They're manifesting in weird ways. But still got to go to class, right? So Yeah, his quirk was going through. Yeah. Time for a joint training battle. Uh, which... Uh, most of the matches are four versus four, but two of the matches are five versus five and involve Shinzo, the mind taker. <laughs> he, uh, he, he's training to be in the hero course. He's been training with Aizawa and learning how to use the, his raps. And also has a nifty vocal adjuster that he can use to manipulate his vocal cords to sound like somebody else, which is a really effective method, seeing as in order for his uh, brainwashing to work, he needs them to respond to his voice. But if it sounds like somebody else... That's going to throw off an entire team for sure. So in the first battle, Shinzo fights with Class 1A along with uh, the Bug Guy, the Electric Guy, Froppy, and Red Riot against Class 1B's Dragon Shroud, the Beast Man, Suraba, and Vine. The... Oh, Gosh, what is the deal with that girl? <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> she's a character. Yeah, <laughs> I don't one. know. That's for sure. That's mm-hmm. that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> so they managed to win that one. Uh, class class one A manages to win that one. Uh, using some uh, clever tactics and Shinzo making it so the other team can't communicate. But it doesn't look like it's going so well at first, but they they try a few things and manage to pull the win out there. In the second battle, we have Can't Stop Twinkling, Create Invisible Girl, (laughs) and Tsukiyomi against Class 1B's Kendo, 
Manga Fukudashi, Kiriko Komori, the Mushroom Girl, and Shihai Kuroriro, Vanta Black, who happens to be like a shadow man who can take control of Black Shadow, so that's not good. But this mostly comes down to Momo going up against Hindo as the uh, subsequent genius girls in their classes. Hmm. Trying to remember. <laughs> I know Mushroom Girl freaked everybody out. Yeah. She, oh gosh, her power is scary. Yeah. She was, she was, uh, she was choking Bird Boy <laughs> with their mushrooms. Like it looked yeah. like 1A was gonna win easily, but then Mushroom Girl uses her powers and oof. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, the initial plan breaks down when they use Can't Stop Tweakling's light to put the shadow guy into a bad place. And then yeah, and, w- and when can't stop twinkling, whenever he was, whenever he was screaming, I was laughing so hard because I'm like, why are you screaming like that? <laughs> uh, he he just he screams. Aoyama, <laughs> he screams. <laughs> and it almost feels like an afterthought that you have Manga Fukudashi, this guy who can. Turn onomatopoeias into giant word blocks that shout out the <laughs> shout out the manga. <laughs> they uh they affect whatever whatever it calls out. Like she uh, the the mushroom girl needs things to be you know more uh, moist. <laughs> so, moist. <laughs> Moist. So, so Saturated. He, makes, he makes he makes the area more more moist, which helps the mushrooms grow. And like the mushrooms are so effective because they even get the invisible girl. I know. Like, oh, you're not so invisible anymore. Nope. But clever girl that she is, Momo manages to come up with some uh, things to deal with the mushrooms. But it ultimately just isn't enough because when she was doing her Hail Mary, she also lost the physical fight against Kendo. Now, bummer there, but an admirable attempt. An admirable attempt. So that's one win for A, one win for B. Which brings us to uh, the third match with Ida, Shoto, Tailman, and Shoji, the tentacle, versus the Mudman, Tetsu, 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 Pony, who is an exchange student, and they don't do a really good job with the whole uh, speaking a different language thing. (laughs) And... The spiral guy. And this mostly comes down to Ida being way better than he used to be. Now he can use his super speed for like 10 minutes instead of five. And 
he manages to do that by apparently ripping out the things in his legs and letting bigger, more powerful ones grow back. Ooh. <laughs> no wonder they didn't mention that him sooner, because he probably would have done it way sooner. <laughs> he's uh, mm-hmm. he's the kind of guy that goes all in, you know. <laughs> yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shoto's realizing that his constant... Uh, Using ice as his first move is becoming a bit of a problem. And Dude, it's predictable. Needs to mm-hmm. come up with something else. But he has a fight with Tetsu Tetsu where he's getting as hot as he possibly can. Like, hot enough to burn steel. <laughs> but Tetsu Tetsu's like, well, you know who's uh, ever been inside of an oven? This guy. <laughs> you gotta admire the tenacity of him and then there was the mud guy who made everything turn to mud and squishy and uh, it's it's just kind of gross also his face is so messed up (laughs) like once he takes off his helmet he's got like a half skull face some of some of these like it has nothing to do with their quirks like Tsukiyomi has a bird head for reasons <laughs> not related to his quirk, but he has a bird head. And there's this other guy, Jack Mantis. He's got some kind of razor blade quirk, but he's got a mantis head. It's whatever. <laughs> this one ends in a draw once uh, too many of the team members are capacita- incapacitated. Uh, they knock over this huge water tower on Taita and let it re-solidify, which completely buries him, so he can't do anything while the others are all knocked out. And Pony decides that the best choice is to just take the three of them up into the sky, no, the two of them up into the sky, where Tentacle couldn't reach her. And they get a draw. And while some are disappointed at this outcome, (laughs) the beast guy chimes up and is like, well, you know, in a real fight, sometimes you should retreat. Like, "Mm, fair enough. That is true. Oh, I've gotten this far without mentioning that uh, the the teacher for class 1B... Bro, oh my is so friggin' biased, man. I just very, so... very biased commentary. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, dude, you really doing this right now? <laughs> I mean, like, dude, I know what it's like to be biased, man, but I'm probably like the most unbiased person that you'll deal with when stuff like this. I'm like, man, if you a scrub, you a scrub. I mean, no, no matter what side, I don't care if it is my students, dude. Trust me, my soldiers went up against another squad and they was doing bad. I was like, you know what, y'all suck, man. I'm about to trade y'all in for the other squad. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, y'all making me look bad right now. Yeah. <laughs> and at some point, All Might shows up and walks up quietly and is like, I am here, not startling you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's funny, All Might. That's, that's, that's funny. I appreciate that. And Baku goes like, you know, you guys probably shouldn't be caught 
talking to each other so much. <laughs> of course, he didn't say it like that because he screams everything. Not. I mean, like, yeah, Bakugo has got to be, like, one of the most angriest people in the world. I mean, like, just need to call him angry, man. He is just an angry, angry boy. Who yes, he is, man. Hasn't come up with a proper hero name yet. <laughs> no. We're just going to call him Tantrum. <laughs> Tantrum. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's, that's pretty good. Speaking of Bakugo, up to this point, he's been pretty disappointed with the performances in all of these matches. And he's like, you know what? We're going to make sure that nobody debates our win. We're, we're going 4-0. and And the way we're going to do it is, I'm going to fight like I know I can. And I will help you if you're in trouble. And in return, if I'm in trouble, you got to help me. And that apparently works. <laughs> Bakugo is sort of a team player here. <laughs> he definitely helps the others. But even though he's being brash and choosing to lead by himself, he's he's uh, he's working pretty effectively here. I mean, so, he's not bad, man. Like, tactically and strategically, he's sound, man, because he has a good, you know, by Deku, man, he has a good read of the situation. But mm-hmm. it's just like the arrogance and the impatience, man. That's kind of what throws him off. I'm like, you know, combat. And, you know, I know y'all heard me talk about this plenty of times. When you're mad, excuse your vision of, like, how to control the battlefield. But luckily, he found a way to pull it out, though. But you really got to maintain your cool, whether you're scared, mad, you know, or disorientated. But never mm-hmm. be mad in a battle because, trust me, that's going to be your biggest downfall. You're going to get messed up real bad. Mm. True, true. So, at the very least, Monoma, who's who's been constantly talking these matches, of course, because he's Monoma and never shuts up either, uh, is uh, really playing up uh, Setsuna Tokage, who has a lizard power that allows her to split into pieces and then reform... As uh, like she's she's gonna be the key to winning this battle, but nah, it doesn't doesn't really go well for them because it is four and zero, and despite their best efforts, they do not manage against the teamwork that one A is pulling off here. Oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and after winning that, All Might's like. Wow, Bakugo, that gave me chills. Oh, you getting chills, old man? (laughs) (laughs) And Midoriya's like, hey, that was really good. It's like, get out of my way, nerd! But I'm not in your way. That part made me laugh so hard because I'm just like, okay. And then remember, like, before the match started, Bakugo was like, you know, said something about Deku watching him and then Deku is watching you letting you know he watched you and you're doing a good job and then you yell at him so I was like what kind of sense you make <laughs> you want him sometimes to watch, right? I'm just like dude, <laughs> chill out I mean those are the actions of somebody who suffered from TPS man <laughs> if y'all don't understand if y'all don't understand what that is, you're too young. 
Yeah. Oh, God. But they did pull up some uh, pretty pretty neat stuff here. Like, they were fighting against a guy who could glue things and another guy who could weld things. And then, of course, the Mantis guy who has the really sharp blades. But they do things like stick one of Bakugo's explosives onto a piece of the lizard lady so it comes back at her. And clever, clever tactics. Clever like tactics. I said, mm-hmm. man, he, I told you his tactics against strategy is pretty good. His tactics are sound, at least in this case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So if you're keeping score, it's uh, one win for 1A. Uh, no, it's two wins for 1A. Though it was kind of... Mm, it was 4-2 to two in the first match. And then it was 4-0 uh, to zero on the second match. Uh, then it was a draw... So, it's been two wins for A. Basically, this match is they either 1B is going to draw for the entire five, or 1A wins three to one. Or four to two, if you want to get technical, baby. Yeah. Or or whatever it is. So at this point, all they can do is either tie or lose. So this has definitely got Monoma pretty uh, fired up to win against Class 1A. And all this time he's been trying to converse with Shinso because he considers the two of them to be kind of kindred spirits and that they have powers that would largely be thought of as villainous powers and not stuff for heroes, but sometimes you have to embrace that darkness in order to be the hero. Like, okay, well, that's that's interesting, Monoma. <laughs> I don't think Shinzo thinks quite the same way he does, but Truthfully, the two of them do very much want to be heroes. That's why they're here. They're not trying to be villains. So Yeah, exactly. They're trying to prove themselves in their own way. I want to be a villain. <laughs> so Class 1A's final team is Deku, Mineta, Ochako, and Mina Ashido. Pinky. So... That means they got the sticky balls, they got the acid, they have gravity's gravity powers, and they have Deku's powers, which are a bit on the fritz. And sure enough, they definitely go on the fritz when Midoriya gets heated against Monoma and can think of nothing other than to take him down, which causes these whips to come out of his hands and start flailing around and breaking things and attacking friend and foe alike. But he's able to regain control when Shinzo uses his brainwashing powers. And before that, Ochako throws herself onto him to try and calm him down. Doing a good job, Ochako. Doing a good job. 
know. Yeah, she's doing what has to be done by throwing herself on dude. <laughs> and the other members of the 1B team besides Shinzo and Monoma are Yui Kodai, who has a power to make things small or large. Nirengeki Shoda? Yeah, Nirengeki Shoda. It's Asta. It's Dallas Reed. He's got these minds that if they attack once, then you can hit for double damage, which is interesting. He's got a scouter. That's an interesting choice. But perhaps the most peculiar, at least in regards to her uh, hero name, you have Reiko Yanagi, whose hero name is Emily? <laughs> okay. Yeah. She's, she's just got, like, ghost powers. <laughs> or something. But in the end... Class 1A manages to win this fight once Deku gets his powers under control. So, surprise, surprise, 1A, not only, uh, I mean, they, they don't just tie, they they win, 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 win. But, yep. what do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> What do you expect? Mm-hmm. So after that, they have their uh, little critique of things, and everybody's like, "I have to get stronger." <laughs> so there's a, a lot of a lot of that going around, but yep. it's it seems like Shinzo, at the very least, may be able to uh, s- switch classes to the hero course, which I would I would like to see more of what he's capable of because he he pulled off some pretty impressive stuff for not having that much training he's he's pretty good with the scarf and dude he's like slinking around like spider-man for a bit he's yeah all right yeah he's, all right. he's already in the weirding way dude mm-hmm. yeah i want to see him grow as a hero exactly i think he has a lot of potential though he does. He really does. So before we move on, uh, any additional thoughts on the class battle? Nah, that was pretty much it, man. The mushroom stuff kind of freaked me out a little bit, man. Like, hold on. This... Oh, yeah, man. I mean, like, seriously. <laughs> like, those are freaking spores, man. Like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Mushroom, like... um, my dude, Manga. I, I will not forget him. And um, I was just able, I was happy that they were able to get Midoriya, you know, under control and all that good stuff. So, yep. Um, and it, it was good to see the, uh, the other class, Class 1B, you know, showing, hey, you know, we ain't weak out here in these streets. We've been training too. So it was That's good true. to see, you know, it was good to see how far they have come. So, shout mm-hmm. out to them. Yeah, 
the comparison that they made was uh, 1A has had more real-life experience dealing with villains, but 1B has had uninterrupted, uh, you know, education. So they've been able to train as intended for however long and been able to hone their abilities through that. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with either way, really. You know, mm-hmm. whatever works. That is a good one. Oh. Mm-hmm. So after this, uh, Aizawa has the idea to try using Monomo's quirk to copy Ares' power, but it's a blank, and he explains that a blank is when he cannot copy a power. And this, they've gone into a bit more detail on this, that he can copy a lot of powers, but if it's a power that requires storing energy, then he can't copy storing energy. He can copy the trait, but it doesn't work without the ability to store the energy. And that's why he can't copy Midoriya's power and why he can't copy Ares. Even though when he did try to copy Ares, he got the horn. So. But that's it. <laughs> oh, precious Aerie calling him the bad yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, she's sweet little jelly bean baby. I love her so much. She is adorable. So, unfortunately, they don't really have a way to uh, help Aerie just yet, but they're going to keep looking. And it seems that uh, Shoto and Bakugo have finally gotten their hero licenses after taking the remedial course. And (laughs) right after getting their licenses, they ended up taking down a gang of thieves that decided to just rush into a town and try to steal everybody's valuables, which was a plan that they apparently had worked on for many weeks. And it was easily <laughs> foiled by a couple of high schoolers, mainly because one of them could turn everything into ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this guy, carbonation was his power. Carbonation. Carbonation of all things. <laughs> I mean, it's free I mean, like... Not water. Carbonation. No, you got to look at this now. Carbon dioxide used in the right... um. Yeah. In the right way, you did. Yeah. I, about it, man. I, I saw where you were going with that. So exactly. that's all I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is we're talking about a serious greenhouse effect at this point. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't afraid me. I mean, you got to think about it, Doc. Carbon dioxide is a very toxic gas. Like, pretty much everything we breathe is toxic. Like, even 100% oxygen can be toxic to you, man. Right. And most people don't get that. So if you know how to manipulate that in the right way, somebody going to die. Somebody <laughs> going to get dead. He did. I wonder if he... Mm-hmm. I wonder if he knew all that information. Mm. Probably not. No. Of course. I wouldn't figure. (laughs) (laughs) Good gracious. Bless his heart. (laughs) 
<laughs> so when Bakugo and Shoto get back to the dorm, they have a party. Which, I no, this is just my head cannon, Or maybe not just my head cannon, But they're planning for a party during the ending sequence of this first half of the season. I, I think that was the party that they were planning for. Oh, or, I didn't think about yeah. that. Or maybe yeah. it's the Christmas party because there is also a Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, shout out to all the parties, celebrations. <laughs> yeah. So they uh, they have themselves a Christmas party and Aerie shows up and celebrates all the holidays at the same time. She's so precious. I know, she man. Is She's just such a precious, precious little jelly bean. Yes, That's a cinder roll, man. She is. And Little somebody gave her a buster sword. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's <laughs> three times bigger than her, but yeah. <laughs> well, before the Christmas party, we got a short lesson in how to deal with the media, which Bakugo fails <laughs> very hard. <laughs> oh, miserably. Oh, he fails miserably. So they bring in Mount Lady to to you know, test all of the students on their ability to have an interview and you know be in public and talk about their hero duties and yeah a lot of, a lot of them not so good and of course Midoriya is horribly nervous and then he's a total motor mouth because that's that's, that's Midoriya <laughs> that's what he does <laughs> precious Midoriya. <laughs> Yes. Bakugo, Bakugo keeps getting cut out of interviews because dude, he's no good. No good. Dude, he's like a he's just freaking angry, man. Like I wouldn't even want to interview, dude, man. Like if he was just talking all that smoke, man, I probably would haul up and slap him, man. I mean, he's like the one dude that I really hate because he reminds me of guys I went to high school with, man. Like, naturally, he's talented and gifted, man, but he has a chip on his shoulder. Like, somebody did something just to hurt him. Like, dude, if we was just, like, regular people, man, I would square up and break your jaw. Hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, man. I really do hate Bakugo a whole lot of times, man. Like, he has a moment where he's almost likable and redeemable, and then he just ruins it, man. Yeah, that that does seem to be his mo, where he actually says something legit and then he ruins it by being obnoxious. Exactly, like he's a total douchebag. I mean, like, dude, he is like the atypical friggin' eighties to nineties frat boy. Like, seriously, Deku is lambda, lambda, lambda. <laughs> Deku is alpha, beta, man. No. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm just full of pop culture references tonight. Yeah, no, but I think the frat boy thing is an apt uh, comparison for Bakugo for sure. Yeah, I'm like serious, man. Like you got the world given to you, then. <laughs> but the thing is, he actually realized that you know coming into the world, man. Like he was a small fish in a big ocean because he used to be used to being the biggest. So after the Christmas party, uh, Todoroki offers to Midoriya and Bakugo to join him at Endeavor's Hero Agency. The work-study program has been reopened in order to rise up some 
new heroes and improve their manpower because there's some bad stuff going down and the Hero Association wants to be prepared for it. And uh, unfortunately, uh, some of their previous options are no longer available. So it kind of makes sense to go to Endeavor's agency and learn from the top hero best they can. So off we go to Endeavor's agency where Hawks pop it in from time to time to converse with Endeavor. But it's also quite the operation where they have 30-something sidekicks and a whole lot of hero work going down. So it's a uh, it's it's not just a lofty title that Endeavor has. He's he's certainly got quite the agency. But what's Hawks been up to? Well, he's been conversing with Dobby, and he visits uh, Best Genus, who has been recovering from the previous battle with. Oh gosh, that was with. Uh, all for one, right? Yeah, yeah, that was like, woo, that was a minute yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah, and he apparently couldn't just get his boo-boos kissed by a recovery girl because he lost some organs. But you apparently can live with only one lung. So he's he's okay. He's getting back out there. Or is he? Because the last moment we see of him, it looks like Hawks... Might be doing something bad to him. Maybe. It's left pretty vague. Yeah. Uh, and before heading off to Endeavor's agency, Midoriya celebrates New Year's with his mother, where they have quite a cry together. Like, of course. Those, those two can literally cry a river. Cry yeah. a river. <laughs> yeah. Like, like if Shoto ever needed somebody to make water so he could make ice, he doesn't he doesn't need that, but if he did, he could totally count on Midoriya. Oh yeah. My goodness. <laughs> is your is your quirk water, Midoriya? No. <laughs> Are you sure? My goodness. Pretty Fine. effective. But that was nice having Midoriya visit his mother. That's that was nice. Yes. Initially, Endeavor is not too keen on having to train both Shoto and Bakugo and Deku all at once. I said both, but there's three. That doesn't work. <laughs> both Shoto and the other two. There we go. Mm -hmm. That That's how you say it. And he's like, I'm only going to train Shoto. At least initially. But then he has kind of a weird conversation with Hawks and Hawks starts telling him about this book about the Meta Liberation War and recommends that he read some of the highlighted passages, which is, of course, a code for Endeavor's eyes only that he's he's using a code because he's being heavily watched by the uh, other organization who he is also coming and going from from time to time and being heavily watched. 
And heavily spying. So much spying. So much watching. Yes. Always so watching. <laughs> mm-hmm. So much. But Endeavor is actually not too slow on the uptake. He realizes that Hawks's expression and delivery is completely off from what he's usually like. So he decides to look at the highlighted parts of the book and decodes that uh, the uh, second word in every, or rather, if we're going by Japanese, it's the second character in every line. Reads out a message about there being a liberation army that numbers in the hundred thousands. Yes, there's a whole bunch of them. If he does not succeed, then they're going to need more manpower. And that, along with the uh, guidance of the Hero Association, requesting that Endeavor train the uh, work-study students seriously and with care, has kind of made him turn around on the whole thing and decided that he will actually teach the other two along with Shoto. So he starts by asking them what they need to work on. And Bakugo's all like, I need to find out what I need to work on. Great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Super, super, super ego. (laughs) Yeah, so humble. So humble. And he asks, he actually asked Midoriya first, but it's it's he gave quite quite a long answer. Oh yes, <laughs> but In true Midoriya form. Surpri- surprisingly, Endeavor is able to kind of get the gist of it and says, "Okay, I understand that you're trying to control your power and you're trying to control its power outputs, and these are the things you need to work on." And so for the rest of this episode, they're trying to work through some things and working with the Endeavor Agency. And I hate to say it, but there are times in this episode where I'm like, dang, Endeavor, you're actually saying some good crap and I don't like it. It's kind of hard, man. I mean, like, when somebody's actually giving sound advice, but you know they are, like, the most shittiest individual in the world. It's it's like that. It's like that meme. The worst person you know said something smart (laughs) or whatever. For real. I mean, it's like he's an oxymoron, man. Seriously. Mm. It's like, God. And it's like, yeah. It's like you hate to agree with him. I know, and I swear, like I have seen people post stuff that I actually agree with because I know who, because I knew who they were. I would not even like it because I was like, you know what? I can't even do it. That's how much I hate you, and it's a good point. Yeah, I've done the that worst too. I've you done know, like, ah, oh, you're right, point. but I'm, I'm not gonna give you the satisfaction of knowing exactly. of me agreeing. No, I'm keeping that to myself. The world yeah. may never know. That's right. <laughs> Really, I really don't like it. I was like, there are reasons why he made it to be the number two hero and is now the number one hero. Okay, mm-hmm. there are reasons. He's mm-hmm. pretty good at his job. Pretty mm-hmm. good at his job. 
But yeah. he, 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 he also <laughs> he also instills some wisdom regarding the situation. Is like, look, in class, when you fail, you get a bad grade. But in the real world, when you fail, somebody doesn't come home. Like, yep. wow. Yeah, that was, was insightful. I wish it wasn't coming from your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> because we all know what happens when somebody comes home to your household. Oh, God. I sure do. I beat you when I want to. When I want to. Mm-hmm. When I want to. When I want to. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I guess the anime decided to give us a breather after this one because we get another fun filler episode this time focusing on the girls froppy and ochako and uh neji ray are going to assist selkie and his team selkie was the filler character introduced in a froppy centric episode in a prior season so it's a beach episode it's a beach episode everybody look respectably (laughs) respectfully that that's it look look respectfully and let me tell you something i'm only here for the serious fan service yes because selfie was just so cute (laughs) so cute (laughs) man uh ray ray heard and his performance is so key. Is, uh, it, <laughs> like, he's, it's like, that's not cute. It's so cute. Like, nothing differing, about that's cute, sir. Differing opinions. <laughs> differing opinions. Yeah. Well, yeah, they take down some filler villains, which are uh, somehow related to the World Heroes mission film, I guess. And particularly yeah. the post credit scene is ties into that movie. So mm-hmm. You gotta have that's why it ties. Yeah. Yeah. But they got some chemicals that boost their powers, which uh, they call themselves Trigger. <laughs> trigger, really. But where's their Kamina then? Uh... Or their Kamina lookalike? Right. No, nowhere to be found. Uh, I mean, I think uh, one of the guys in the stinger had blue hair, but nah. Fine, we'll take uh, it. Sirius has blue hair. Nejiri has blue hair. <laughs> that is a good point. What is Nejiri but female Kamina? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well... Maybe in some ways. <laughs> I don't know. This is a whole rabbit hole. Yeah, she's she's yeah. really more 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 like uh... Mako. <laughs> yeah. But it was a fun episode, and uh, I appreciate the 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 idea that I mean the reason is we're getting a beach episode because it's a beach episode, but the the reason that Selkie gives. Is that, you know, let them enjoy their time while they can, because the real work's yeah. coming. So, 
good. Good. It's it's good to have balance. It is. All work and no play. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. But you know what's not fun? Dinner at the Todoroki family household. Ah, <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> In the episode that most recently aired on Toonami, uh, Fuyumi asks Shoto if he wants to invite his friends over for dinner. And uh, their uh, older brother Natsuo will be uh, showing up as well. And yeah, it goes about as well as you expect. <laughs> Absolute shit. Of course. Of course. Just uh, a real, real awkward. Real awkward. I'm talking about serious, dude. Oh, that, was yeah. the, that was the last supper, dude. <laughs> and oh, Jesus wept. Uh, bless his heart, Midoriya's trying to break the tension. Is like, oh, this is really good. He, he's trying. Bless him. Bless him. And Bakugo is like, oh, this tension's ruining my Mapo tofu. Oh, yeah, he was pissed about that. (laughs) Mapo tofu. I think this is the second show to air on Toonami that's talked about Mapo. Mapo. I'm pretty sure that uh, V-Lord actually likes Mapo tofu, doesn't he? Yeah, it's one of my favorite, like, uh, Sichuan Chinese dishes. Look at him, trying to be all fancy, not saying Sichuan. Oh, educated college boy right there. Look at that educated college boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, me Lord, man, but I ain't got to pick on you in a long time, man. So I like being out picked on, so it's okay. Ooh, okay. Well, I, well, we got a human resources meeting after this um, podcast. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'll call Paul up to nah. We don't need you, Paul. We can handle this ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Okay, back on track. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so the meal is very awkward, and Natsuo leaves very quickly after it begins. And, yeah. Uh, they, I mean, can you they, blame they, they, Natsuo, though? Yeah. Nope. No, nope. I cannot. Time's ago. Nope. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. nope, nope. Uh, but they they do have a uh, a discussion, in which is like uh, Shoto's asking if Natsu did the cooking when he was a kid, and he's like, "Well, sometimes, but you probably didn't have it very often because Endeavor was always very particular about your diet." And Endeavor That's takes fair. a moment and goes, "That's fair." <laughs> you're not wrong you're not wrong <laughs> there are points in this episode where Endeavor is thinking about these visions he's having of a happy family dinner where he's not there and also where his other son Toya is not there and now, they're clearly trying to pull on some heartstrings here, but uh, you, didn't like, no, you, 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 didn't, you didn't earn it yet. <laughs> Don't know if There's you're a will. Reason why, yeah. There's a reason why you're not there, and they're happy, because you're not there. You exactly. don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like seriously, you know, I've seen people just getting a little bit off top, but it'll make sense at the end. Like I've seen people bag on people who come from single parent homes because the father's not around. This is some and there is a good reason of why the father doesn't need to be around because literally that child is being protected from something that's very toxic and harmful to them. So just food for thought, people. Yeah. Mm. Horrible father. Hey, <laughs> definitely, definitely is. And you're cute for you, me, but you can't just fix this because you want it to be fixed. It's, mm. it's, it's this family need therapy. Dude, shit, yeah. they need Doctor Phil, a little bit of Jesus. <laughs> shit, uh, man, they need to listen to a couple of K Dot goddamn albums or something, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. They need, they need it. They and bless talk. her heart. She's and bless her heart. She is trying. She is really trying. But you know, what can you do? At at some point, she's uh, going to bat too hard for an abusive father who has not not really turned over a new leaf as a father. So. No, he's still trash. It's gonna be if he ever gets there, it's it's gonna take a lot. I feel it's it's gonna take a lot. I mean, look at what he did, man. He literally abused everybody, man, because he was trying to get dude, literally, this was the equivalent of trying to get a goddamn fire type Pokemon. But he did it in such a toxic he did it in such a toxic manner, man. And then Shoulder comes along. He has both of the best of both worlds, but you know, look at it. I want you to be a fire type. Like, dude, he gave this dude, you know, basically mom gave him the Prince Zuko treatment at this, cause hey, that hot water Agni Kai was no joke, man. Yeah. So, you know, this was like trigger warning for people who ever dealt with abuse. And trust me, it is traumatic, you know, to deal with abuse. So I kind of get where people come from. They weren't comfortable with it, but sometimes it's the elephant room that needs to be addressed. And where people want to say that Endeavor is such a great person and he's doing his best. No, he's still fucking trash because I look at it like this. He's not necessarily trying to do it as, you know, the kind of art. Like, you know, he wants to be redeemed, but he's not coming from the right place doing this at this point. You know, it's still self-serving where he wants something out of it. When you become selfless, then that's when it actually counts. But for right now, dude, I would rather sleep in a damn pasture full of goddamn shit than to break bread with you. And mm. to think, and his wife has been in a hospital for ten years. That's yeah. some serious. Ten, ten years, <clears throat> and she's. Apparently thinking about forgiving him, and I'm like, ah. yeah, that's that's kind of messed up. Yeah, I mean, she and she says she's still afraid of him, but it's just that forgiveness part. I'm like, okay, I guess you're trying, but you know, but it's just it was good for her to admit that she was still afraid of him, though. <sighs> but man. Mm. Mm. That 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 family needs help, but don't bring it up over dinner. Otherwise, Bakugo will complain. <laughs> uh, 
when they finally get to cleaning up dinner, Baka goes out like, stop bringing up family drama dinner. <laughs> hey, you got a good point there, man. You know, drama does kind of ruin the meal. I mean, especially, <laughs> I don't like people, I don't like people bringing up drama when I'm drinking my alcohol, man. You just killed my buzz right there. Uh, and you uh, don't want to kill my buzz. Oh, gosh, thank goodness Endeavor doesn't drink. <laughs> dude, he would be so messed up, man. I'm talking about, dude, I, I hate to say it, stereotypical, man, but he probably would be like a trailer park trash dad, man. I thought I told you to get your fire going, boy. Who said you could do ice? All the ice you got to be doing is mouth. So the threads that are dangling, we we still have some more time at the Endeavor Agency, and we still have uh, whatever Hawk's been up to. Hmm. And the the villains are definitely planning something, which we haven't gotten to yet, but we will in due time. So before we wrap up here, uh, any additional thoughts? No, I'm actually good on this, man. You know, B-Lord, do you have any other thoughts? Because, you know, you're, you're such a manga slut with this stuff. I mean, I guess for the most part, like, I like how this material was adapted. And story-wise, I, I do like a lot of the plot beats in this portion, especially the stuff with Deku and kind of learning more about, like, the other potential quirks that he has. I think that was, like, an interesting direction to take his quirk, especially now that, like, we've already seen what he's capable of at 100%, like, after, like, the whole stuff with, like, the Yakuza group, like, the Shiehakusai. Yeah. So, like, right. we really don't need to see more of Deku just solely developing all like the previous like one for all power so it's kind of interesting now that we have like he has this other set of powers that he now has to learn how to develop Mm -hmm. yeah i heard something about them moving around the order of events here yeah they yeah they did um the um the my villain academia ah my favorite arc come actually came before the endeavor uh agency also they're so they kind of skipped that whole part and so mm. that yeah so that's what had fans you know a little upset like why did they do it out of order and uh so that has been the biggest complaint that i've heard you know, during this season is that they skipped the my hero, my excuse me, my villain academia part and just went to the Endeavor Agency. And and in my opinion, things would have, some things would have made a lot more sense. Hmm. I'm like two minds of that because like, it is kind of weird to move it earlier, but also when my villain academia was running, People were complaining for so long that the fact, like, you're essentially not going to see Deku and everyone for a while. So it kind of makes sense to put it at the end of the season so that you're not just randomly jumping back to 
like the main cast again just for a few more episodes at the end like it, mm. it, it feels less jarring that way i think you might yeah. have a point there but uh, i i do i do feel like they uh but, but i do feel like yeah that my villain academia portion it does i feel like you know it does need everybody's undivided attention to be like yes this is the arc yes it's very big important and Hold on to your butt because because <laughs> I love I love that art. Mm, good to know. Well, it seems like they are also potentially uh, kind of trying to ramp up the the end of the season because of the events that will happen in the next big story arc. Yeah. But the the kind of the problem with that is we had the festival arc. And then we had the class battle. And now we have the Endeavor Agency arc. And those, at least those first two are cooldown arcs. So it it feels like we're we're starting real real cool down <laughs> at this point. But things are now ramping up. And I don't know. Uh I do tend to like the uh, school parts of My Hero Academia well enough. So having the class battle was interesting, though I do feel like it went on maybe a little long. But I suppose they adapted it in not too many episodes compared to chapters. So it's a fine adaptation at least i guess i, I don't know <laughs> I haven't, uh, haven't really read the manga yeah i mean I, one of my big complaints with my heroes i feel like they kind of pace it a bit too slow for my liking i i feel mm. like there are a lot of times where a lot of these story arcs are probably condensed to like half of the episode length that they actually are mm-hmm but mm. uh, it works, I guess. Hmm. Now, considering they even went to the point of like rehashing the events that happened in the last episode of the previous season, do you feel like they should have ended things with that fight against the Nomu? Or should they have opened the season with the fight against the Nomu? <laughs> I kind of like that they ended the last season with the Nomu fight. So I, I, I think mm. that works. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that was a good decision. It worked. It really did. You needed some action at the end of the year on that. I mean, like, think about it, man. Like, you go into school, end of the year, there's always a big fight. There you go. Oh, that's right. At the uh <laughs> I mean, like, all that beef that you've been holding in all year, and you know you ain't gonna get suspended now? Yeah, let it go. I mean... (laughs) I I wouldn't have minded if uh, the last episode was the finale of the school festival, but eh, I guess it worked as it is. I mean, as far as, like, uh, this season goes, like, basically everything after this point is gonna be just, like, burning hot action. So uh-huh. I feel like if people mm-hmm. feel like they haven't been getting their fix for that for this first Ooh. half, uh, I, I think the second half will definitely uh, make them more than stuffed with it. Well, that's that's good. I, I actually had forgotten that I- Izuku had the 
dream at the end of the last season too. So that was kind of the to be continued hook. Oh yeah. And he woke up and threw a brick through his window, which is totally not a euphemism for anything. I keep making the joke, but actually there wasn't a brick involved. He either threw his clock or the All Might figurine or both, or maybe it was one of his whips that just knocked things around. And the chair was also on the ground. No brick. I don't know, man. Sometimes you just got to throw a brick through your window, man. Sketch, have you not thrown a brick through your window? Uh, I don't have any bricks. We have to get you one, though. I don't know. Maybe you shitted a few bricks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably. Probably. You walked in into that window, bro. I don't want to think about how those came into existence. (laughs) Hey. Yeah. You know I love you, babe. Uh, I'll tell you how they came into existence. Uh, too too much cheese. <laughs> you got lactose intolerant, your old age, oh man. Um, I oh, wonder no. if maybe, maybe a little bit. Maybe I don't know, man. Bit. When you get old, you can't process that stuff like you used to, man. Oh man! Remember yeah. back when you were a teenager, you could eat anything. Yep. Have yeah. a have a whole box of donuts and some soda. Oh, yeah. Those were the days. Those were the days. Those were the days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, seriously, though, man, I have to be careful, like, when I consume the collard greens or the turnips or the mustards, dude. <laughs> it is not a pretty sight these days. Oh, jeez. Terrible. <laughs> 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 Lord, mercy me. I'm sorry, people. I didn't mean to make this go into a number two type stuff. <laughs> Endeavor is the number two hero. <sighs> Get it? Because he's a big turd. Yeah, he is. He is shit. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're not this shit. You are shit. Yeah. <laughs> Take the Can Z out of there. Yeah, you're not this shit. You are shit. why y'all let me do this man i you know i try to stay on the you know on the path man i swear y'all just a bunch of heathens i mean i'm like the i'm I'm the good one on this podcast and y'all just interrupting i swear uh-huh i agree all right yeah yeah call the scullery (laughs) maid don't worry about it i'll call paul yeah The Pascrilla we made. <laughs> you can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. You can certainly chime in on your thoughts on this uh, first 17 episodes of the season of My Hero Academia or, you know, whatever. At podcast at tsunamifaithful.com or using the hashtag tsunamitalkback. Hashtag. Follow us on Facebook.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcasts and on Twitter at Toonami Podcasts. You can listen to the podcast on just about everything, including iTunes, Google Music, Spotify, and now Amazon. I know, y'all. We moving on up, y'all. Yep. Welcome yep, yep. to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. We have fun and games. 
And you can find every episode of the podcast to stream online at soundcloud.com backslash to not me faithful podcast. It is also where you can catch our FennaCast, the podcast about Fena Pirate Princess, which is every other week covering two episodes every time we do a podcast. We hope you are also enjoying that along with the regular podcasts. And you can get the latest news by following at Toonami News on Twitter and read the news, views, and reviews on ToonamiFaithful.com. And you can subscribe to the Toonami Faithful Pass at Patreon.com backslash ToonamiFaithful if you like us and want to help us out with a little money, money, money. Money, 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 money! Money! New things, new things, new things, new things, yeah. Oh, my bad. That's right. Okay, Yumiko, tell them where they can find you. All right, you can find me on Twitter at Blue Temptation. That's B-L-U underscore Temptation. Right. V-Lord, tell them where they can find you. Uh, People can find me on Twitter at VLordGTZ. And then I write various things for uh, all-comic.com and Tonight Faithful, so you can check out all that. Then I do a bunch of podcasts besides this one. Um, the Demon Slayer podcast is the biggest one, at Slayer Podcast. But there's also Saturday Night Shoggy, at Saturday Night Shoggy, Oversoul Shaman King Podcast, at Shaman King Pod, and uh, the Dumb Weebs Podcast, at Dumb Weebs Pod. So check out all those. Shameless fucking promotion, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta put in that hustle. Yeah. I see. You gotta respect that hustle. I respect that hustle. It's hard out here for a panel. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Durrell, where can they find you? As always, y'all can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com or you can follow me at nasia underscore roho adenasi at twitter.com. That's more. I haven't used that in a while, but you know. I don't use the social medias like I used to, man. But y'all know my presence is back, though. Yeah. I rule you all! And you can also find him keeping that pimp hand strong. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know and how I do it, baby. And, and he, send me, uh, he sends me Skeletor memes, so I appreciate that. Well, it's a hard day work, but somebody gotta do it. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> And you can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984, where I have opinions on anime and video games and animation and yada yada. Feel free to drop me a line. I, I don't mind conversing. I don't, Ooh, I don't thank mind you for saying all. the right thing, man, instead of saying conversate. Oh, God. I, love I also <laughs> don't mind conversating. God, see, okay, the love is gone now, babe. I don't love you right now. We're filing the divorce papers right hey. now. Exactly. <laughs> I'm done with this. I'm sad about this. I mean, I can't. Well, take I this made no sure. Like, I, I made sure to anymore. sign the prenup with. Uh, I get to keep the anime collection. Oh, <laughs> Sketch is the real winner, Uh-oh. though. <laughs> oh. Oh, but I was just out of my mind, just playing. You know, I'd be playing. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> You know where the Gundam's at. <laughs> right here on my lap. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to us conversate. 
about My Hero <laughs> Academia Season 5 and other things. And we hope you enjoyed this podcast and uh, all the other podcasts. Until next time, we're punching out. Deuces! Bye!